Welcome back to the Insider Series Networking Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing cloud networking and delving into one of Cisco's latest innovations, cloud-hosted and cloud-managed Nexus. Before we get into the questions, let's meet the experts joining the show today. Can we go around and have you both introduce yourselves and say a fun fact? Hey, that's awesome. Hey, everyone. This is Thomas. I love to be called an expert, but yeah. Uh, I'm responsible for the Nexus uh, product management portfolio uh, in, in Cisco. And the fun fact is, if you listen to me and are wondering, is the South African ac- accent or British or Australian? No, it's not. It's German uh, with 25 years in the U.S. So there we go. Hello, everyone. This is Azim Salman. I'm a director of product management with Cisco's cloud networking business unit. Um, I lead the the cloud networking analytics operations uh, like Nexus Dashboard and as a service offering Nexus Cloud. I love solving customer problems with innovations and I'm a big foodie, love hiking, spending time quality with friends and family. Great, it's awesome to have you both on the show. So to start it off, Thomas, can you explain cloud networking and why it's relevant today? Oh, absolutely, uh, thanks, thanks for this one. Hey, yeah, I mean, our customers, right? And when I say our customers for, for us at Cisco, these are really enterprises, uh, commercial customer, public sector, and, and to a degree also a, a service provider for the, for the data center products or the cloud network products. Uh, what customers are basically looking at saying that the, the workload, the application that they have, A, they're growing <laughs> the amount, and B, they're getting refactored uh, from, from uh, homogenic to virtualized to uh, containerized. And so they, they're gonna be all over the place, right? So it's really what, what customers are looking into uh, is how to manage that complexity, uh, quite frankly, getting the flexibility of managing the complexity that comes with it. Uh, and so the networking resources connecting these apps, uh, they need to address it, that the locations are anywhere. And so the, the, the world that our customers are landing on is what we, what we like to call a hybrid world where some of the assets sit in their own properties and their own data centers, and some of the assets sit in, in public clouds uh, and anywhere between. And so what they're looking for is a solution that is consistent and really doesn't matter so much where the assets are well as the consistent management experience and networking experience. So that's um, cloud networking in a nutshell. Awesome. Azim, do you have anything to add to that? I'll echo what Thomas mentioned. In addition, what I will add is if you look from the analyst data points perspective, 58% of workload moving between on-prem and off-prem environments almost a weekly basis. So hybrid cloud is very critical. And... The key thing to understand is the skill set perspective. We all learn in the COVID days, it was very tough for people and operators when they are working remotely in hybrid situations, how they can keep up with the skill sets and the, the dynamics of technologies and innovation. So we really focus on the four key pillars from the strategy perspective, the core infrastructure, the day two operations and visibility analytics, multi-cloud networking, and cloud infrastructure networking that how we can connect with extended attached devices or technologies that comes from the infrastructure stack perspective. So that's where we focus heavily from the cloud networking perspective. Thank you both for that overview. And looking back at um, in cloud networking, there were some big announcements this year at Cisco Live in June. Thomas, can you outline which products were announced and tell us a little bit about them? Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, I'm just like at June, no, three months ago, it seems like it was yesterday, time flies. but. Back to, to cloud networking, really, there are two main items that fit right and square into what, what we announced. Uh, one is uh, Cisco Nexus Cloud. And, and really, really what this comes down to is customers saying, hey, I have this hybrid cloud um, infrastructure. Can I get 
an experience to use the management tools as a service instead of I have to install them myself or manage them. And this is really what Nexus Cloud is about. Uh, that's what we announced and really will help our customers uh, to make it simpler to manage that distributed cloud networking infrastructure using a service called Nexus Cloud. So that was number one. Uh, number two um, is really around the, the infrastructure itself, right? <laughs> um, obviously, the public cloud providers, they will upgrade the infrastructure and the customers using it. But uh, if you run your own data center, uh, clearly the, the, the performance characteristics that the application require um, will, will uh, increase. The requirement's going to be increasing. Uh, Someone has to do with the distribution nature of the data. Someone has to do with the type of application uh, that, that our customers want to run in these environments. And so what we announced is um, a whole slew of additional products to help our customers with high-performance cloud infrastructure, network cloud infrastructure within their own uh, four walls of their data center and really around the Nexus 9000 and the 400 gig capabilities uh, that some of our customers start using to phase in when they're planning and building a new fabric, a network fabric that needs to hold for the next five to 10 years. Uh, and so that was the the other the other big announcement, really our uh, new anchor point from a modular chassis, the Nexus 1900, optimized around 400 gig with capabilities to future upgrade into 800 gig uh, per port speed, which, you know, ever looking back at my career, I said, I'm not going to get there. And here we are in 2022 and customers seriously uh, not only asking for that, they're actually deploying at this point. So hope that hope that gives a little bit of a, of a rear view back what we announced uh, three months back. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely a lot to be excited about. And Azim, to expand on that, Thomas touched on a little bit how Nexus Cloud can benefit customers, but what exactly would you say are the main benefits for customers? And definitely, as Thomas shared, the Nexus Cloud is the easiest and the fastest way to bring the visibility to their environment. The way to envision this, we have customers who have thousands and thousands of devices in different environments. And for them to show the TCORI is key to bring the visibility. So what we did in Nexus Cloud is we made cloud-managed, cloud-delivered, and high-performance infrastructure. Now, to start with, the core key initial use cases are four. The first is to manage the network infrastructure using the cloud, which includes the global view, like how they can easily onboard it, and with the few clicks, they can bring multiple different site onboarding regardless of the domain, which includes ACI or Nexus OS. They can see the inventory, they can see single sites or multi-site, single fabric or multi-fabric, and they can bring different types of stats on top of it. In addition, we also allow for customers who don't have a direct reachability to us, either they have proxy or internet reachability, they can still use offline analysis to find the visibility quicker to their environments. Then the second key use case that we see from the benefit perspective is how they can reduce the risk and compliance. Common theme that we have seen from customers, they have a bunch of softwares and hardware running in their environment, but they're not running conformant. Either they're running end of life or they're running different types of P-certs or security vulnerabilities. We really bring conformance advisory anomalies by bringing those quicker in real time to those environments. The third, which is very common during troubleshooting and operation, is how to bring the visibility across the workload and the connectivity, like finding connected endpoints, looking at topology from multi-dimension, how I can zoom in, zoom out, and find out where the pinpoint problems are. And last but not least, we all living in the era of AI ops. So how we can simplify operations with less human intervention, like if I have to do change management, or if I have to do upgrade to meet the latest and greatest firmware, 
can I use some sort of a upgrade assist that can give me a guided recommendations of pre-check, post-check, and the drift, so I can guarantee with the confidence that my upgrade runs flawless. So network is not in the middle of any issues. So those are the core benefit, I would say, that we bring from get-go for Nexus Cloud. So now that we've been talking a little bit more about Nexus Cloud and its benefits, I want to quickly backtrack to some other Cisco solutions. And um, so Thomas, I'd like to know, what's the difference between Nexus Cloud and Nexus Dashboard? Are they complementary to each other? Yeah, that's a good one. I we, we get that question a lot, uh, and, and maybe just to to explain, Nexus Dashboard is a is a product that we released. I want to say two plus years ago, very very successful. And the way you want to think about Nexus Dashboard and Nexus Cloud, they're basically two sides of the same coin. Uh, what Nexus Dashboard is a set of operational software that a customer can buy, deploy uh, on an appliance or even on a virtual appliance today, and frankly for the last two years. Uh, they basically manage that software and then use that software to manage the operations of the infrastructure, the Nexus infrastructure. So what we have done with Nexus Cloud is basically taking that and saying, instead of you custom deploying it yourself and then run it and maintain it, we make it available as a service. And that is really what Nexus Cloud is. So in a sense, you, you really want to look at this. Nexus Dashboard and Nexus Cloud, as I say, two different sides of the same coin because it's both for customer uh, the, the, the capabilities we're delivering is uh, customer operational capabilities to make it easier for them and faster them to manage the network. So now you probably say, okay, what other main difference there is? And, and so if I look at sort of customers, if they come to us, uh, Zim and I, and say, what should we do? So there are different ways to think about it, right? The environments just say, hey, I really need to get quick a monitoring capability up. I don't want to have to deploy anything in my data center. I don't want to have a server and then install software and maintain it. Uh, and the answer is, well, you're going to go Nexus Cloud, right? All you need to do is you create an account. Uh, Nexus Cloud runs on the Intercept platform. You create an account there. Uh, you point your cloud account to your switch or controller, and boom, there we go. I mean, something you want to say seconds, but let's say less than, I want to say five minutes, you see the first telemetry data in the cloud, and you know what you want to do. Uh, however, we also have customers saying, hey, that, you know, that sounds great, but for uh, surrender requirements or for air gap requirements, I need to have that tool set not in a cloud. I have to eat this on-prem. Uh, on I need to have this in my own four walls. And so the answer to well, that is clearly is Nexus Dashboard. You're going to pick that. Um, there, there are a couple more items, but I think if you we, if we really, since you asked the question, Anina, uh, that's the best way to think about it. If you have to manage in your own four walls, you're going to pick Nexus Dashboard. If you want the ease, uh, of turning it on very quick. You don't want to be responsive for upgrading, managing the, the capabilities, the Nexus operational tooling capabilities, and you just want somebody else to do this for you, uh, you're going to use Nexus Cloud. And by the way, and I think we're going to come a little bit to this uh, later. One thing we did, we made it very, very simple for customers. If they can't decide whether they want to go left or right, it's the same entitlement, the same licensing. You literally... Uh, can make a decision now and go left or right, or you can make a decision later if you need to. So I hope I hope that helps a little bit here. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, and it's great to to kind of hear that you've got the customers in mind and and letting them make decisions like that. And so let's go a little bit further into Nexus Cloud. I'd like to hear what's next, what's coming down the road now that it's been announced. Sure. So right now we are in early trials with our customers and partners getting their feedback. Uh, target availability is Q4 calendar year 2022. Initial focus is ACI Fabric and Nexus OS Fabric with 
heavy focus on on-premises visibility and analytics in the terms of conformance, advisory, uh, stats, events, anomalies, being able to get very deep, rich telemetry and help customers to get a faster upgrade with the confidence on the right recommended releases. We will then provide the additional support for NDFC, which is our Nexus dashboard fabric controller, and we will provide real-time visibility into energy usage, leading to insights and actions that will help us customers to their attain their sustainability goals, which is one of the top of CIOs ask these days. In the future, Nexus Cloud will be the gateway to running all your cloud networking assets like cloud-to-cloud connectivity uh, operations, data center to data center connectivity, data center to cloud connectivity, along with the visibility use cases, extending those capability to cloud first, as well as to multi-site deployment. So all of that will be in upcoming GA. One thing that I really like to add, which is really benefit to a software as a service or SaaS environment, you can do fast and furious with the velocity of features. So whenever we gonna do all these releases, we can allow our customers to have a preview so some of those early customers and partners, they can have the preview access to those features and then we'll roll out to the full functionality, general availability. Great, and and Thomas, you knew it was coming up, but can you go back a little bit to um, talk more about the licensing? So what would an organization need to use Nexus Cloud? Yeah, and I alluded a little bit too, and then and I waited and said, okay, I'm probably gonna get another question, go more details. But as I alluded, the, the way we thought about this, since, as I said, the Nexus Dashboard, Nexus Cloud, two sides of the same coin, we basically maintain the same licensing model we have today. Entitlement is around switch-based licensing. We have four licenses that, that our customers use as an essentialized and evangelized and then a premier license slash state to ops license. And nothing changes. It's the same switch, uh, whether you manage this with Nexus Dashboard as an instance that you as a customer own, or whether it's you manage with Nexus Cloud, which is a service that we as Cisco provide in you as a user that end use the same license. So the way you you as a customer want to think about this is, if you have an essential or advantage license today, what that gives you today is basically all the entitlement to do management for single or multi-site, and whether you do this with your own tools or whether you use Nexus Dashboard to do that, that's what you have today. What you get in addition with Nexus Cloud now, if you have just these two licenses, either one of these, essential or advantage, you actually will get an addition for free, so to speak, because you don't have this to do and you don't have to pay anything separate basic monitoring on Nexus Cloud. So that's one. If you already have to premiere the day to ops license today, you will now have an option. You can use your monitoring either with Nexus Dashboard if you already have this, or you can say, hey, I move all my monitoring into Nexus Cloud, and you get the full monitoring capability that is available in Nexus Cloud uh, at that point. And so as I said earlier, as a customer, this is actually super flexibility because it's the same license, and you can choose uh, which part you want to do with Nexus Dashboard, which part you want to do with Nexus Cloud. And I'm not saying make your life harder and do both all the time, but I also want to say don't make your life harder and try to figure out from day one and then never have to change, right? What I expect most of our customers end up doing, uh, they might have already Nexus Dashboard with some of their fabric and they need to tee up uh, some additional smaller installs. Is you know what? Maybe I try out Nexus Cloud and then eventually bring them either back to Nexus Dashboard or I will just stay there. And vice versa, I'm going to see customers uh, that will just start with Nexus Cloud and think, okay, this is good, but maybe for some of my larger fabrics or maybe for some of my uh, air gap environments, now I like the functionality and now I will go and make the step for Nexus Dashboard for those. 
again, the key point here is it's very simple from a licensing perspective. It's the same license for the switch, uh, and it doesn't matter whether you use Nexus Dashboard or Nexus Cloud functionality. It's actually, in this case, truly, there's one plus one equals three, because even if you use Nexus Dashboard, you get basic monitoring in Nexus Cloud for free, which is, I, from my perspective, actually great for our customers. Great. And another question kind of looping back to earlier, you mentioned it when we talked about what was announced at Cisco Live this past June. Um, you mentioned that 400G products were also announced. And I'm wondering, where do you see the main adoption for 400G? Yeah, um, it's interesting. There, there are a variety of various scenarios. We actually, we have 400 gig, we had 400 gig capable Nexus products uh, for probably two plus years now. So we, we have a bunch of experience. What we announced is actually another level of density, right? We used to have 16 port, 24 port uh, products, uh, 400 gig in either a single switch or on a line cutter or on a modular switch. And what we announced is a higher density is 36 ports for line cut for big chassis, uh, as well as 64 port, which is actually leading density in the market, 64 port 400 gig and a fixed switch. And then versions where we have full encryption as well for, uh, for up to 40 ports on a switch are really, really uh, moving from lower density to higher density leading market densities. And so the reason why we're doing this portfolio extension is really we see a multiple insertion points for customers to start using Formigate. One is really big enterprise customers that say they're building out data center fabrics with an expectation that they last for five to 10 years. And so they may not need 400 gig in their core today, but they also know they don't quite know what they need in year five plus. And so they say, hey, I'd rather invest up front and have 400 gig cores instead of having to replace everything on five years down the line. So that's one set of customers. The other one a set of customers is people that have a high-performance compute or AI ML environment, basically high-performance high server environment with 100 gig I.O., lots and lots of servers, and they need fast interconnect. We have seen this. We have quant funds uh, as our customers. Um, we have some of the, the, the trading environments where this goes in as our customers. And they are looking at Fornigate primarily as a very, very effective, scalable aggregation layer. And then uh, the third one, really, that, that falls in this category is what, what I call the, the service provider customers that are kind of in the middle between uh, what a high end enterprise are on two degrees, some of the high performance environment. But these are really the Web Kit 2 customers, like the, the medium size, they have AIML clusters where they need this, or some of our telco customers that basically build these. Uh, edge data centers, which in the end, as I said, are very similar in terms of scale requirements to what an enterprise would look at, uh, but clearly differently operated, but they need these kind of speeds today as well. Uh, so yeah, it's it's actually quite interesting. Again, uh, when I started, <laughs> and I'm dating myself a little bit here, uh, 20 years ago, we all said, oh, gigabit is a lot. Uh, we are literally within 20 years, five generations later, right? There's 10 gig, there was 25, there was 100. And we're talking 400, and when it's a site, some of these products are actually ready to be upgraded to 800 uh, in the not-so-distant not so future. So, yeah, that, that was the second piece, uh, what, what we announced, and actually what we actually have a way today to share for our customers around 400. Well, keeping on that train of thought, um, I'd like to kind of know if you guys have any closing comments on cloud networking or, you know, looking forward into the future, like you were saying, you know, what can we look forward to um, coming up? You know, maybe it's after 800 gig. <laughs> Go ahead, so, Why don't you take a crack? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let, let me take it. 
Nexus Cloud, uh, if you look, it reduces the downtime and time to innocence, resulting the the business disruption and the loss of revenue while increasing the IT productivity. And why it's critical? Because network is the center of everything. If you look from the infrastructure perspective, it also doesn't need any additional servers or hardware because now you are using the software as a service in the cloud. So IT teams can really spend more time from day-to-day tasks rather than spending time on detection, discovery, racking, stacking, and bringing up things. So we are ensuring that your network is always up and running and business continuity is something we personally take it, right? In addition, the goal is to give you a unified user experience for operations. Either you're using on-prem or using cloud infrastructure, the, the same experience will be used regardless of the persona you use. Are you using for NetOps, CloudOps, or DevOps? It's a unified experience as one product, and this will become a cloud-neutral solution for end-to-end, regardless of which environment you use. Yeah, thanks, thanks Azim. So, yeah, if, if, I, if I look at this, uh, really, there's clearly a lot of exciting things going on in the, in the world of, of applications, clouds, and uh, how customers deploy uh, their their workloads. Uh, what is becoming very very apparent. I mean, kind of we, we we're sitting here and you know, we kind of knew, but I think it's very apparent for everyone at this point. Networking is the interconnect, right? And it's I'm not just saying networking as in pipes. It's the interconnect to bring the distributed application together, to bring the storage together that the application needs uh, in different locations. So cloud networking is literally everywhere. Since the workloads everywhere, what our Customers look at, in particular, the uh, network operations team, they look for tools to make it simpler for them to manage these environments and, quite frankly, provide a great service to their users. Uh, and so anything that helps in this space is highly appreciated. And so what, we, what we're basically putting together here on offer is a set of operational requirements that that team can use, whether they deploy it on-prem uh, or whether they deploy it as a service with Nexus Cloud to make it easy and simple for them to write the best network experience for their users. A lot of good innovation uh, is happening, um, which is which is really great to see, whether it's the infrastructure, whether it's under software management, or an operational model, what our customers are going through. And as I say, in the end, the network is, is the interconnect. It's the, it's the nervous system. It's the, the things that needed to move the bits and bytes from left to right and connect application to storage. Uh, and so... Our work really is, and what we what we what we talked about today is, is make that simpler and easier, and and help our our customers along their journey towards uh, a cloud consumption model and a, and a cloud networking infrastructure for their enterprises. Well, thank you both so much for taking the time and coming on to the show. It was a pleasure to discuss and learn about Nexus Cloud and these other innovations. And thank you, listeners, for listening to another episode of the Insider Series for Networking Podcast. Go ahead and give us a follow on whatever platform you're listening from. And until next time, this is your host, Janine, signing off.